Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to In This Ticks podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams, per always. Uh, we've got a couple of different agendas or topics on the list today. Um, I know the last episode, see, I've already started out with two ums. That bothers the fire out of me. I don't know if that bothers y'all or not, but it bothers me to say um all the time. So I'm trying my best because, like I said, most of the stuff is just, obviously, if you could tell off the last episode, um, it's it just off the tongue, uh, freely uh, speaking or spoken, however you want to say it. So, yeah, most of the time I just uh, just speak how I feel. Um, and and I, I take some sub notes or some sub points to kind of keep me on track and then go from the, the hip, as they say. So um, I usually don't listen to most of my previous episodes, but I happen to, to kind of listen to tidbits of my last episode to see if I kind of made any sense or not. Um, and I, I don't, I guess I was kind of babbling all over the place. And basically I, I was just wanting to make clear that if you wanted to get the vaccine, then get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Same with the mask. If you want to wear one or don't want to wear one, I mean, there's there's all different types of information out there for them both. If my stance on it is if the mask work, then why hasn't the virus stopped, especially with all the mask mandates that we've had? And if the vaccine is so awesome and so fantastic, why is our government pushing and pressing so hard for us to get the vaccine? If it's, uh, you know, kind of our choice, just like the, um, the, I know the legislation was, was just uh, arguing or bickering uh, both sides or whatever in Texas about um, the abortion laws and stuff that was going on in Texas um, with that whole situation. So, I don't know. They always preach and say, you know, your body, your choice with the abortion stuff. But yet when it comes to mask uh, mandate or the vaccine stuff, it is not your body, your choice. It's the government's choice, which, you know, doesn't make any sense to me. So I just wanted to hit on that one more time. I didn't want to harp too much on it. Uh, Like I said, I just kind of wanted to summarize my feelings because I was up and down all over the place, especially with the uh the politics type stuff, I guess you could say. So that's why I wanted to make myself clear. So enough about politics. All right. So next on the list is actual overlanding stuff. I finally have been able to uh, get out and overland a little bit. It has, it has been a minute. It has been a long time, I guess, since pretty much I did some riding and stuff, I guess, camp, actual camping and quote unquote overlanding stuff. Uh, this past weekend was the first weekend in a while. Um, I went with uh, a few different people, and, and that's one thing I, I do like to do. I like to kind of go with different people. Not that I don't like to go over and over again with the same people, but if I can, I like to try to uh, go with different people just to see their rigs and set up. That's why I'm so excited about Rendezvous and the Ozarks is to see all the different uh, different types of rigs and um, people's setups and just uh, – you know, talk with talk with different people, um, and and, and kind of get to know people in their in their ways and different trails and stuff that people go on. So, excuse me, uh, yeah. So I, I went with Tacoma of the Ozarks and White Taco seventy three because I always use everybody's Instagram tag name. That's the easiest way to go. And then there was two other people that end up joining us um, later on. But I'd been talking with uh, both of those Tacoma of the Ozarks and White Taco seventy three. I don't want to just say their names because I don't, you know, I don't know if it'll be 
if that's something you should do or not just to say people's uh names so and most of the time if i hear somebody on their podcast they say names i don't know who i can usually just go um and look them look up their name and stuff their instagram by saying their their uh, actual instagram name so that's the easiest for me reason why i do that but uh with that being said uh i left saturday after work i'd already uh well i, I left saturday after work come back home uh, had most of the stuff loaded up. I just had to, uh, I went to Kroger and got some, uh, some food and stuff to put in the fridge, um, to last me for two days or so there. And then went home and like I said, uh, finished packing up some of the cold stuff and drinks and such. And my dog Zoe, cause I didn't want to leave her behind cause she was probably just as anxious as I was, uh, to get out and go trail riding and stuff. And plus after being out in the heat all day for me, it was nice to come home and, uh, grab a shower before I headed out, which turned out to probably, it was good for the way down there. Cause I would have been muggy and miserable already just from the sweat and stuff all over my skin. But I met up with them. It was about eight o'clock or so. Once I finally got to camp and the first time meeting them, um, uh, both of them, uh, great interactions with both of them enjoyed, uh, camping and, and overlanding with them long story short uh with with enjoy just being around them they're you know kind of my types of people so uh and even the two that uh the two different rigs that showed up later on uh they were both a nissan i think frontiers i could be wrong I'm, I, don't forgive me y'all if i if i mispronounce but uh they were uh, they were good people as well um and and so yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself even just that night for the short time we talked i guess we all was stayed up till probably 12 or one o'clock uh just sitting around the fire and uh drinking a little brewskis and and uh talking I, I guess just about anything and everything so we enjoyed it and then the next morning uh we woke up and uh decided to go out trail riding after the i forgot to mention it did rain that was the first time i'd actually slept in my rooftop tent in the rain just because I hate the fact of having to come home and open it up and dry it out. So usually if there's going to be a rain in the forecast or a heavy rain, I usually tend to pass on that type of situation, which this one was a little bit different because it was Saturday night and with the holiday Monday, I planned to camp until Monday. So I was going to be able to air it out a little bit anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But anyway, we, we, uh, got up that morning I think everybody pretty well just ate a few snacks or whatever. Um, we didn't make a big breakfast or nothing crazy. Everybody was still kind of halfway tired, and we packed up camp there, plus the rain throughout the night, and went out and uh, started trail riding, which the rain, I think, helped improve some of the trails and a little bit of the creek crossings and stuff like that that we went through in the Ozarks, and I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There was a couple trails that I haven't been on, and uh yeah it was some good scenery some uh some good stuff to see and to i guess kind of put the gladiator through some works um most of it uh i guess you would say it was probably the the how could i say that the some of the i would say the tougher trails that i've been on not that they were necessarily tough but they were more tough more tougher is that even a damn word how am i trying to say this they, they were probably the best trails, some of the best trails that i've been on so i enjoyed it thoroughly so we did that and then uh once we finished up trail riding we aired back up and everybody kind of split and did their own ways because everybody had a different uh, a different agenda for you know sunday we had a couple you know one person had to work the others was going back after they had a, a week or two long trip out uh, out west and stuff so they just come through um and then uh, another you know everybody just had different stuff so we everybody split out 
and I debated on staying back in the Ozarks, but I thought, well, maybe I'll go back and explore the Wachita's a little bit more and went and did that for about two or three hours uh, until about four o'clock or so. And then I was like, okay, I, I need to find me. Well, not necessarily find me because I already had a few camp spots marked in the Wachita's. So I, I already knew kind of where I could go um, as far as if I had to just find somewhere to camp. Obviously, I like to find my better spots or, or higher ground with a decent view. I just like to be able to enjoy myself. I don't want to just sit somewhere right in the middle of the woods, especially by myself. It's not nowhere near as fun. So we went a, a, a trail riding a little bit in uh, in the Wachita's and didn't find a whole lot. I really didn't find that many that many great camping spots. A lot of it was dead ends or uh, deer hunting, I guess you could say, spots where people would, would drive and then park there and walk out into the woods to their stands or, or whatever they plan to do um nothing nothing noteworthy of super great spots or anything like that so we ended up uh camping there at one of the old spots that i had marked which is some of the the higher ground uh, up in the wachita's the, my favorite spot was actually taken at least favorite spot that i have marked out there was actually taken so i'm pushed on a little further down and some people have recognized that spot and i'm sure everybody has because it's very very easily accessible and that was some of the first campsites that i've actually been to uh when i started overlanding especially in my old rigs and the in the uh, the chevy the full-size chevy rigs and all that so that was some of the first spots that i discovered and kind of what uh, i guess you could say pushed me towards wanting to do overland a lot more so I went to my, my, I guess my B plan spot and, uh, we camped there, uh, for the, uh, that, that Sunday night and, uh, we enjoyed it. Me and Zoe enjoyed it. Uh, she likes to go out. She's usually out running around, sniffing, smelling, walking around and stuff. And, uh, I know she was, she was, a, I would say not much of a pain, but she was just, uh, out of the, out of the groove of usually going out every other weekend or, or once a month or something at least so she sometimes she wanders a little too far and, and her ADD kicks in because I know mine tends to do that from time to time especially with uh, the wife if she tends to try to talk or tell me to do something you know I'm using my ADD kicks in or my uh, what should the way they call it your selective hearing as a husband kicks in so the next uh, different um I guess topic that I wanted to hit on was this is the first real technical, I guess you could say, or first real overland trip that I've been in the Gladiator, um, other than just basically dirt roads, as far as stuff that maybe I have learned um, or things that I would improve on. First off, right away, I it it's with the the Gladiator, the manual, I guess you could say the manual, the the basically the it is a manual, basically four-wheel drive um, or to two-wheel drive mode. You literally have to stop, put it in neutral, and, and it can tend to be a pain from time to time to, to swap that over if you're on a hill or incline or something like that. So note to self, um, probably do that a little bit earlier throughout the trail or just keep it in four-wheel drive mode if I know I'm going to be going through something, uh, something somewhat technical or something of that nature. Uh, the other thing was... Um, I learned from White Taco 73 is he had these uh, bug zapper slash LED lights that were underneath his uh, camper or camper, his Smitty Built rooftop tent. And I found out that I love those, even the just the bug zapper part 
I like just the subtle light. And if you needed more light, you're able to turn on both the bottom side of the lights uh, on there. So that is on the list for me to get. They uh, they actually plug in, um, and you can recharge them. They have different types out there from Amazon. After I did my research and started to uh, look around and try to figure out which ones I wanted. I, kn- I knew I didn't want the battery ones because I have enough battery issues as it is already. These are called Boundary. Uh, you spell that B-O-U-N-D-E-R-Y. Boundary, what do they call them? The electric bug zapper. Uh, so far on Amazon, I found them for a one count for 30 bucks or a three count for 60 uh, He said that he got his at Walmart. I haven't been able to find anything that's... Uh, been in stock even remotely close to me uh, as far as that so he's on the hunt if he can find them first that's fine if not then i'll probably go ahead and order them through amazon i don't know how much longer you will need those bug zappers but even even at that like i said i like the the subtle uh light from the bug zapper or if you need a more light like i said you can have the uh the actual led little lantern on the bottom side of it they're not very big they're probably about the size of your hand maybe probably a little bit smaller than that uh, but they were uh, they were a fantastic uh, addition that I seen from him that I learned. That's another reason, like I said, why I like to to go out with different people. You learn different things. You find cool stuff that maybe somebody has set up this way or that way. So that was another another great find there. Um, the whole trail I did tend to to find myself. Part of the reason why I haven't been out is because I don't have the spare tire and the spare uh, wheel. And so I tend to be like, oh, okay, hopefully I don't have, you know, constantly checking my tire pressure because I'm like, man, I hope I don't get a hole or something. But as long as it's just a hole in the bottom of the tire, I've got a, a patch kit that I can fix that. But if it's in the sidewall, that's the whole thing. You're like, I don't, nobody else, especially who I was riding with, nobody else even had a 37 or a 38 remotely close. So it was, and it wouldn't have been nobody else's fault but my own. So that's something that I plan to fix. Uh, hopefully coming up this next week, um, I don't, I don't know if I'll have time tomorrow after I get off work, but uh, with the hog game and stuff. But I plan to try to go to uh, Discount Tire here locally and try to possibly Monday. I'll probably get off late, so probably be Tuesday or Wednesday. Hopefully, get over there and get this spare tire and rim situation fixed, and then get my high lift jacked ordered as well because it. I'm just tired of having that worry and dealing with that uh, and worrisome about myself. So, yeah. Hey you. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. Are you tired of your boring ass inflate deflate system or your DIY hand, however you want to describe it, that you do it or fill up your tires with? Well, if so, head over to moreflate.com or moreflate at Instagram and you can inflate, deflate, and equalize multiple tires at once. They have two and four tire systems for your needs. You can simplify your rigs, tire inflation, and deflation multi-tire air kits quickly and evenly fill all four tires at the same time they have these super sweet bags that you put your whole system in it's sweet and awesome and compact everything goes in that one bag they also have adapters for your air compressors they also have these badass locking tire chucks tire chucks did i say that right what a dummy air chucks They will push on your tire. Once you hear the air come out for a few seconds, lock that puppy in place. It ain't going nowhere. Fill your tires up fast and easy. That's moreflate.com. Follow them on Instagram at moreflate. Love you guys. Back to the show. And last but not least, 
I don't know if some of y'all, um, if everybody exactly follows me or not on uh, Instagram, but I ended up actually selling my bed rack, the old JCR bed rack that I intended only on selling the bed rack, but then I had an offer for the rooftop tent and my uh, old rear awning. Uh, it was like a four and a half by six feet or something like that um, awning uh, from eBay or whatever that I I didn't intend on selling that or the rooftop tent for that matter. I had the rooftop tent listed earlier previously um, to sell it, and then I changed my mind because I ended up getting too close to rendezvous, and I didn't want to run out or anything like uh, not have one while we was there. So uh, somebody made me an offer, and it was almost, I wouldn't say it's too hard to pass up. It was just pretty much what I was asking for everything um, originally, and I'd already talked to this person before, and I guess they was waiting to kind of save save the money or whatever, and so I said, okay, I will sell you the, everything, but I will have to call around and make sure that I have, uh, that somebody has something in stock that I can actually pick up. So far from what I've checked, I've done some checking earlier when I talked to a couple people um, when I first list, listed it to make sure that somebody would have something if I did sell it in the next day or two. And uh, I called around a few places. You know, some people's like, we ain't going to have this particular type of brand or tent until, you know, the end of November, mid-November. And I was like, well, that ain't going to work. And uh, I'd previously called Artemis uh, Overland in Missouri. And I talked to them before, and they had a few in stock of the 23 Zeros, um, the the Walkabout 62s, and then uh, the bigger sizes, the 72 as well, which I was just looking at the 62. I really wanted the... 230 breezeway, uh, particularly just for me because of the side windows, especially with my last setup, I was not able to use the the window bars or whatever you want to call them, the window brackets to prop the windows up. I was only able to use one per window, so they were halfway open. Um, in the wintertime, it's not that big a deal because usually I will just leave them closed anyway uh, versus the uh, the breezeway, it was actually, there, there is no window brackets or whatever you want to call them, bars, um, that, uh, that you use. It actually just unzips totally. So I guess if it was in the summer and I had those, now that I think about it, after I purchased the 230 walkabout 62, if it was in the summertime, which I usually tend to camp either late in the overlanding I guess you could say season or earlier in the overlanding season like I have now uh, where Saturday was 78 degrees versus the next day Sunday night was in the the low 60s I would assume so it uh, and especially with it raining on Saturday I don't know if I would have been able to open up the side windows with the breezeway without rain getting inside the tent if that makes sense so that's why, and it was only another, uh, I guess, 150 bucks for the uh, the walkabout versus the breezeway. So it wasn't that big of a a difference or a deal breaker to go to that. And so it was kind of, I guess, a no brainer for me because it. I got rid of my last one basically because I I, run, I never used the awning anyway, and uh, so. Like I said, I got a good offer on it, got rid of it, and I'd actually intended on going to uh, Greenbrier to pick up a, uh, I was talking with uh, H2O Overland and a few other people on there uh, about which tent to go with, and, you know, there's a few people who was like, well, you can't go wrong with 230 
Uh, they're probably the best on the market right now versus the, it was the Rome, uh, Vega, Vega, I don't have it in front of me, Vega bound or something like that. Uh, and it was, uh, a few inches, uh, less in width. Uh, I think it was only six inches less in width versus the, the walkabout 62 from 23 zero. And the thing that kind of sold me different, I would have, I would have, uh, they was going to be the same price. One was, uh, used just a, maybe a hair. They said they never used it, but you never know. Um, so it was still in, in decent condition and it, the Rome come with the, the rooftop tent and the annex. Uh, and like I said, it was, it was in pretty much new condition, uh, anyway. So I, uh, I talked with them and, uh, we agreed on a price. And then after talking with a few people, I ended up kind of backing out and going with the original, uh, plan, what I'd had, uh, reserved or saved, which was a 23 walkabout. So, uh, I was just dreading honestly to make the trip up there. And, uh, you know, like I said, a few people talked to me and said, man, this is the, that darkening the LST technology on the inside that, that keeps it dark. And then there's a few differences as far as the overhang that goes over the ladder. They've got the locking pose and then they had also what they call, I guess, a snow, a snow. It was like a snow pole basically that sits right in the middle of your overhang of your, uh, your ladder there. So in case it does, if it rains or if it snows, it's not going to pile up on top of, of the part, the overhang that over, you know, that overhangs over your ladder. So it, it should keep the snow and stuff off of it pretty well. And so that kind of sold me. And like I said, the blackout was, it was a kind of another thing. And so I decided to make the eight hour trip up to Artemis, uh, overland in Missouri. And they were, uh, they were fantastic. Picked up my tent, uh, smooth and easy. Like I said, they didn't have to, uh, the hold it for me, which I'd called the day before, but I told them it might be this Thursday or next Thursday if I ended up getting it. And, uh, they were, uh, fantastic, uh, in every way. It was great to meet them. That's the first time I'd ever met them, uh, up there. I know that, uh, with my work schedule only being off Thursday and Sunday, it's hard to make a lot of these events, you know, even like the rigs and coffee stuff. I'd love to go to the, go and do that. So that's why this year I made for sure that I took off for rendezvous in the Ozarks. Um, and, uh, took off a couple of days, uh, before that as well, just to be able to go out and overland. So hopefully I'll get up some, uh, some meetups with some other people and go out and ride, um, uh, the, before our beach trip and after we get back from the beach trip. So that, uh, that'll be the plan there. We're going to wrap this episode up. I know last week's was uh 40 something minutes, which it shouldn't have been. It was, uh, a little longer than I wanted to, wanted it to be or what it probably should have been. It probably could have, uh, if I'd have done some notes and uh, planned it a little bit better, it could have probably been shortened and not much of a rant and off the hip and flying with whatever comes out of the mouth. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all for listening. Like I said, don't forget to go over and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, it's, and, uh, I think it's on, it's on Spotify. I don't know if how there's necessarily works review system. I'm assuming there's probably something on there. Go over there and do that as well. And like I said, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Arky.Overland. I took off the ER, so it's not Overlander. Uh, like I said, it kind of sounds corny or, or high schoolish, I guess to me. So it's just Arky.Overland. That's A-R-K-Y, uh, dot Overland. So you can stay up to date daily there if you want to um, I will probably try to do a future giveaway at some point um, but yeah I just ordered uh, about $1,200 in podcast gear I'm not for sure I'm on the old system right now 
because I'm not for sure if I want to keep that and take that with me um, because this right here this system hasn't been doing you know too terribly bad I've got a three mic system and you know there's some people out there like I said that do the Patreon stuff which is fine I've thought about doing the Patreon but I just I don't I don't know for me especially for me to pay for something it has to be well worth my time and I don't know with with how little I guess you could say other than this podcast that I necessarily offer um, if it would be worth it. So that's why I'm trying to debate on whether or not I want to keep that system or send it back. Uh, the, the sound quality and the ease ability, I guess is a word, would be phenomenal on my end. Um, it, it just smooths a lot. It is smoother. It, it's a lot better sounding uh, quality. And uh, it would uh, eliminate me from having to take my laptop and stuff everywhere, which is not necessarily that big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, we'll, we'll see kind of what happens with that in and maybe what y'all say. But, uh, yeah, like I said, if, if maybe if I get enough reviews and stuff on Apple Podcast, I might end up uh, keeping, keeping the new system uh, versus taking it back. But, uh, yeah, run over there to Apple Podcast. Like I said, leave a review. And uh, let's see if we can't get this thing uh, growing and, and keep on climbing like it is now. So I pre- appreciate, pre- 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 couldn't even talk. I appreciate all y'all for listening. We're going to hit that outro music. Peace out. Have a good weekend. Get out and do some overlanding. You sorry, so.